Okay, welcome. So today I want to offer the third part of the series on what are the three types of trauma. And this comes from the work of Gabor Mate, but I also want to bring in some of the teachings of Diane Paul Heller, PhD, in her book, The Power of Attachment. So enjoy. So the last couple of weeks I have spoken about the two other types of trauma. So we have shock trauma, I spoke about this is a single event that is so overwhelming that it shatters our sense of whole sense of self and the world. So something like 9-11. And then I spoke last week about the um, developmental trauma, which is repeated or prolonged exposure to adversity during childhood, such as abuse, neglect, or being raised in a chaotic or uh, unpredictable environment. And this, they say, this type of trauma often leads to complex trauma, a complex PTSD, sorry. Um, so today, what is attachment trauma? So if this is the third part, so the attachment trauma is basically early separation from our caregivers, such as through orphanages, institutions, or war. This type of trauma, it is said, that creates attachment disorders. So I wanted to talk a little bit further about attachment disorders, but just to see, so a lot of the people who listen to my channel um, have been to boarding school, they've been separated. And this is often spoken about in uh, the literature about this attachment, this break in attachment going to boarding school. So it's not that we're just breaking the attachment with our parents. We're also breaking the attachment to our homes and our safe space, to our pets, our toys, our belongings. Um, and so when we go, it's not as if we're just losing one thing, we lose everything in one go. Some people say, oh, well, you can go home afterwards. So, you know, it's after a week. But actually, as Joy Chavrin points out in her uh, book, um, Boarding School Syndrome, she says, children are effectively homeless, no longer fully belonging at home, nor at school. So it's not as if, you know, oh, we can go home. So that break of attachment. So what are the, you know, moving into attachment theory, you know, um, what Diane Poole Heller, she says, she talks about trauma. She's saying without getting too technical, trauma is what results from experiencing an event which over which you have little control. Sometimes, as in the case with major accidents, you don't even have time to brace yourself for the impact. These events overwhelm your ability to function normally, and this can make you lose trust in your feelings, thoughts, and even your body. In this way, trauma is a form of tremendous fear, loss of control, and profound helplessness. She goes on to say, I've also started thinking of trauma in terms of connection. The theme of broken connection, as I've just said, has come up in my work repeatedly over the years. Broken connection to our body, 
broken connection to our sense of self, broken connection to others, especially those we love, broken connection to feeling centered and grounded on the planet, broken connection to God, source, life force, well-being, or however we might describe or relate to our inherent sense of spirituality, open-hearted awareness and beingness. This theme has been so prominent in my work that broken connection and trauma have become almost synonymous with me. So for me, as an ex-border, you know, we've had that breaking connection. And what she's saying, it's synonymous with trauma. So I feel, you know, for most of us as ex-borders, certainly the developmental trauma the neglect, as I shared last week, but also the attachment trauma. So, you know, and then if I look at some of the symptoms of ex-borders, what are they? Ah, we struggle in relationships. So she goes on to say, when trauma hits us or we've experienced a lot of relational wounding, we can feel like we're utterly disconnected, like we're a tiny little me who's isolated and all alone. Cut off from everyone and everything. I think it's our work to pop that imaginary bubble. Or at least to build bridges that connect us to others we care about. Unresolved trauma, in my opinion, has led to a nationwide epidemic of loneliness and hurt. And it isn't just in our country. She's American. The evidence of this type of pain worldwide is already available any time you turn on the news. So it says here we can't do it alone. And I say that's something from attachment trauma. Certainly for me as an ex-border is I had to do everything on my own. It's like I had to put up the um, the walls and just get on. I could only rely on myself. But what this is part of the healing is I can't do it on my own anymore. I need support of others. I need to ask for help. Uh, and that's part of our learning to heal in attachment uh, trauma is to ask for help, to join a, a, a group, to have a therapist, a coach, someone to speak to. So, um, yeah. So moving on to the three types of attachment trauma then, attachment disorders. So we've got secure attachment. Yeah. So securely attached people typically grew up with plenty of love and support from consistently responsive caregivers. And as adults, they are independent, interdependent, connecting with others in healthy, mutually beneficial ways. They are OK both in connection and on their own. They can think with flexibility, can perceive a range of possibilities, are comfortable with differences and resolve conflicts without much drama. They can internalize the love they feel from others and forgive easily. So as I read that, it's like, oh yeah, it's useful to see what is secure attachment to see what we don't have. You know. So for me, growing up, you know, I didn't grow up with plenty of love and support from consistently responsive caregivers. They weren't there a lot of the time. So then, moving into what a We've got the three types. We've got avoidant, ambivalent, and the final one is disorganized. So avoidant attachment. People with this attachment style have a tendency to keep intimacy at arm's length. 
and interesting in her work, uh, Anne Power's work, talking about attachment and boarding school, she says that most ex-boarders are um, avoidant attachment. So they have a tendency to keep intimacy at arm's length or to diminish the importance of relationships. They often were neglected. Again, if we look at the second trauma here, the developmental trauma. This is repeated or prolonged exposure to adversity during childhood, such as abuse and neglect. You know, They were often neglected, left alone too much as children, rejected by their caregivers, or their parents weren't present enough. Avoidance have disconnected, put the brakes on their attachment system, so reconnecting to others in a safe and healthy ways is extremely important. We need to start making relationships. We need to start trusting other people. So that's avoidant. Then ambivalent attachment. People with the ambivalence adaptation deal with a lot of anxiety about having their needs met or feeling secure in being loved or lovable. Their parents might have shown them love, but as children they never knew when their parents might get distracted and utterly pull the rug from underneath them. Their care was unpredictable or notably intermittent. They can be hypervigilant about relational slights or any hint of abandonment, which amps up their attachment system into overdrive. And then the final one is disorganized attachment. This attachment style is characterized by an excess of fear and the attachment system is at cross purposes with the instinct to survive threat. When stressed, sick or frightened, a child naturally wants to seek comfort and protection from a loving parent. But what do they do when the same parent is the source of fear or distress? People with this style can get stuck in a threat response and or swing between, between avoidance and ambivalence with without much of an identifiable pattern. They often suffer from psychological and physical confusion. Disorganized parents may fear their own children. So I'll stop there. I mean, obviously there's a, a great book. Please do read it. Uh, I have to say I haven't read all of it yet. Um, but it just goes into more depth about what secure is, ambivalent, um, avoidant and disorganized are. Um, but just to give a bit of a sense, okay, this is what these attachment styles are. And this is what happens when we have a break from our caregivers at an early age. So any thoughts, any reflections, you know, please do let me know. Um, next couple of weeks, um, this weekend, I'm off filming again, um, meeting a, a group to talk about sexual abuse um, at my school. And then the week after, I will be visiting my school, actually going inside it, my boarding school for the first time in 25 years. So a bit frightened about that, I have to say. Um, so, yeah, that is what's coming up. We've got a podcast next Monday. Um, I won't have one this week. Um, but, yeah, really thank you for listening. Take care.